Hi everyone, I'm Jamie Rickard. And I'm Tracy Sullivan, and we're the career coaches of Fisher. Self-care in the job search is the topic of today, especially kind of as we go into the holiday season, which is just added stress. Yep. It can be defeating, tiring, and like you're not getting anywhere. Yeah, and I love the conversation we had <coughs> prepping for today because <laughs> we were like, well, you know, like we're hearing from students that they're stressed out or they don't know what to expect from the search if they haven't started. And I think that also creates this paralysis of like, I don't even know where to begin. So that's even more stressful. And I loved our comparison because we kept thinking like, what can we compare this to? And we said dating. It's like job search and internship search is like dating. Well, dating in the 21st century. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a lot like online dating, um, one of the things that has never changed in terms of job search with the first question I ask is, how many jobs have you applied to? And a lot of times people will say, None. Yeah. After they give it a minute to think about it. And I thought that, like that's kind of like the swiping. You know, you swipe, you swipe, you swipe, you're looking at options, but then you never actually like have a conversation right. or reach out. And it's the same thing with job searches. You're so exhausted from it because you're looking and looking and looking. But if you never apply, you're not giving yourself the opportunity to actually get a phone call. Right. And then you have the alternative problem, which is applying to too many and going through all the process of sending your application to maybe hundreds of places and then not even remembering where you applied, yes. which happens a lot. I recommend quality over quantity. Yes. So there's people that are like, I just applied to 20 jobs yesterday. You know, on Indeed, my resume is uploaded, click, 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 click. You're better off applying to one or two a day. And doing it meaningfully. Yes. <laughs> getting to know the company, getting to know the job itself, tailoring those documents, mm -hmm. making sure that it actually feels like a legitimate, you know, if I got a call, I knew I'd put everything into this particular position. Right. And also, a lot of times you do all that and then no matter what, they take you to that online application yep. where now you have to fill everything out. And and that results in brain fatigue. Oh, absolutely. You're like, I just uploaded the resume. Why do I have to fill out all these pages of extra fill in the blank? Right. But if you don't do it, again, right. it's a way just to kind of scream you out. Right. So this person didn't do it. This person did. We're moving forward with this person. Right. So a lot of times too, where the frustration and frustration leads to whether it's depression or anxiety yep. or just stress is when you're not hearing back from employers. Right. And this is where I think it's a lot like dating where, you know, A, you've applied to all these places, but you hear nothing. Right. Or you have a really great interview or phone screen or two, three interviews, and they're like, okay, we're going to make a decision by the end of next week, and then you are ghosted. Right. I was just going to say you're ghosted. So sad. And it can be very defeating because even in the situations where we were talking about how you've taken the time, you've really selected the positions that make the most sense for you, and then not getting that call and feeling like, well, now what? I put in all this effort and it still didn't yield anything. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with me? 
And right. that does happen a lot. And I've heard that a lot from students. Most of the time, I would say 95% of the time. That's my own statistic, by the way. Oh, I love it. <laughs> um, it's not you, it's them. Right. Or it's something that is completely beyond your control. Right. Um, I remember applying for a job years ago at a college that was right around the corner from my house. And I was on top of the world. I thought I nailed it. I went into the interview. You know, I loved the people that interviewed me. I went in for that big group interview with all the deans and directors. And, like, we were vibing. I was like, I got this job. (laughs) And then I got the phone call. They did at least call to say I did not get the job. I was their second choice. And they went with an internal candidate. That happens a lot. And... From then on, I've always asked the question, do you have any internal candidates? That's a great, great question to ask. If you if they do, I pretty much know no matter how great I am, I'm not getting the job. Yeah, and, and I think that piece is really important to tell students because to your point, you don't know who they already maybe have in mind uh, for a role and you could be a fantastic candidate and there's literally nothing wrong. It's just that they already had somebody that they maybe don't have to put as much time into training because they already are familiar with the organization. Right, or networking comes into play. The boss recommended somebody or wants you to hire somebody. There's a lot of different reasons why. Also, just back up from HR. So, you know, a lot of times people hear, like, there's no point in job searching over the holidays. And honestly, that's not the case. Things might be slower, but it doesn't mean people are not still hiring and, you know, going through that recruitment process. I know a friend of mine had mentioned at their company that he works in HR and had sent a resume on to one of the, you know, managers. And the manager came to him and said, okay, can you bring this person in for an interview? And he was like, I gave you that resume like 82 days ago. Yeah. (laughs) This person probably has a job. Sure, I'll call them, but... Right. Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's like a backlog on the employer end, and then people fall through the cracks. Right, but I like the point that you brought up, too, about networking, because we seem to talk about it in every single episode, but it just, again, reiterates the point that if you're on top of your job search... The networking is such a good complement to what you're doing because there are these internal referral processes that happen with job search that is this hidden job market we've talked about. Mm-hmm. And if you are seeing positions, you know, online, these, you know, flashy, great opportunities, and you see the company, take that company name, plug it into LinkedIn. Do you have any connections affiliated with that organization so that you can actually have a conversation, maybe update those documents based on what you're hearing from people and have a better shot at getting to the top of the pile because you made that additional effort. Uh, Because I think that's another piece to this too, is, you know, you think you're doing everything right by just submitting the resume and cover letter potentially, and, you know, sending it into the online portal when in reality, this extra piece is such a big part of it too, uh, because it just shows additional commitment. Yes. And with that being said, like a huge piece of the networking is also just networking with like other like-minded people, whether it's your peers or just other people searching for a job or an internship. Job search overall is isolating Mm -hmm. because it's all online. You know, you're behind a screen. 
Ideally, you're also working in the networking in there, but honestly, that isolation piece is where you can tend to procrastinate or just get fatigue from the search, and then you never actually apply. You lose motivation, and it's this downward spiral. So definitely, you know, finding a tribe, so to speak, because a lot of times people are looking for jobs, and they see something that's great for you. Right. So it's it's kind of a win-win situation where you're engaging with people in real life. You're feeling supported. You know you're not alone. But also you're sharing ideas and job leads and each other's network. Right, because to your point, even if they're not interested in the same thing, they might hear of something that wouldn't apply to them, but they could share it with you. I love that. Yeah, so taking care of your mental health is just so important. Yes, With regard, like just in general, but especially with job and internship search. Well, because we talked about that stat. It's six to nine months Mm -hmm. uh, for full-time. If you are a senior and you're looking at full-time jobs in May, you should be looking now because it takes a lot longer than people think uh, for full-time. And for internships, it could even take a few months. There are so many internship postings for summer of 2024. Right Right now. now. And deadlines are coming up. I know when is Excellus's deadline? The 17th, yeah, of November. So yeah, I mean, but you're looking at something that's six, seven months away, Mm -hmm. which is a lot of times very difficult for students to think, oh my gosh, I have to make a decision this early. But because larger companies or those that have these programs want to be able to fill those seats and make sure they know what their needs are, they're going to want to do it earlier. Right. And they're also in demand. And COVID had its pluses and minuses Mm -hmm. when it comes to job search. I know one of the statistics that we used to cite was it can take one to 200 applications to land one job. Right. That was pre-COVID. Yeah. Post-COVID. It's like 30 to 70 now, according to, I think, LinkedIn. That's a stat I did look up. Ooh. Yes. So that's a Facebook official Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You're a Facebook official. Yes. So when you look at 30 to 70, that's still a lot of applications. Yeah. So even though 100 to 200 applications sounds insane, 30 to 70 is still a lot. And you have to be, again, back to our previous point, you're still mindful of the choices that you're making, but it might be over a longer period of time that you're submitting these applications. So it doesn't have to be like you're applying to 30 in one day. Right. You know, take your time, like really think about, are my materials truly matching what this job is asking for? And, you know, I know another stat we at least try to promote to our students is not to be intimidated all the time by a job posting because some of them might say you need two years of experience and actually the employer will take internship or part-time experience as part of that. And I know it's not always intuitive. And I think that intimidates students because you're like, well, I don't have that. So why would I apply? And the employer's like, oh no, we don't care. So I, I do encourage students not to look at it like, oh, I don't have all of the qualifications, so therefore not applying. I would still apply. If you feel like you have most of the qualification, what was it, like 75%? Yeah. And I think we were talking about that with regard to like the online dating. dating. Yeah, like Like you're not going to find the person that checks all all of the boxes. boxes. So open yourself up if, you know, 75% apply. You never know what can happen. Exactly. What are some other things people can do to kind of protect and take care of their mental health during job search? I mean, one of the things I recommend because I tend to get like this too is I want to do all the things so that I feel 
like I could take something off my list, but at the same time, it puts you in a position where you're going to burn out. And so I've often told students, try to make a manageable goal, like even for, even if it's for the day Mm -hmm. or even for the week. So if it's, I want to make three connections on LinkedIn with people that might know a little bit more about my career path, or I'd like to apply to five jobs this week. And if you can look at it versus getting up to the top of the mountain in one day, right. take it in chunks so that it's not so tiring. It's not so overwhelming. So I like sort of the breaking it up a little bit. Yes, I love that. I love the three. I am kind of the queen of the rule of three. You are. And, and the list. <laughs> I would also suggest like take a break from screens. So everything we do is whether it's on the computer, applying, on your phone, I mean, honestly, I would recommend putting the screens down, maybe getting some fresh air, taking a walk, you know, talking to a friend. But even if like your break is picking up a different screen to scroll through Instagram or or TikTok TikTok or whatever (laughs) it is, then then do that. But just to kind of give your mind a break. But maybe put a timer on that or else you'll be like me and two hours later on TikTok (laughs) and you've lost all of that time in your life. And then also talk to people. Yes. Um, And that's, you know, kind of part of networking. But honestly, just talk to people. Talk to your support system, family, friends. You can talk about your frustrations, but just conversations too. Distracting your mind is a good thing. Right. And then going back to the lists and sort of, again, taking maybe manageable chunks Mm -hmm. to approach your goals. I think being able to do that in a document to show, actually physically show you what you've accomplished each week or each day that you have a goal and to be able to look back and say, this is what I've done. And that way, if you do come to see us for advice and you say, well, here's what I've been working on and we actually can see it and you can see it, we can try to fill in like, okay, what are we missing? What could we do differently? But also to give yourself a little pat on the back because it can, to your point, feel very isolating. You're in your room or you're in your apartment and you're doing all of these job things and you're like, I feel like I'm spinning my wheels. Right. And it's important to be able to look at that document, for us at least, to be able to help you navigate your next steps. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't want to say job search is simple, but the process is simple in terms of, you know, your resume should be landing you interviews, your interviews should should be be landing landing you a job. And then you can factor in nepotism and networking and all that fun (laughs) stuff in there. So to kind of wrap things up from the dating perspective, (laughs) let's talk about internships and jobs and commitment issues. Oh, yeah, commitment issues, yeah. So internships, in our mind, are like the casual side of things because you're really looking at a three-month sample opportunity to see if you even like the industry, the job itself. Mm -hmm. And so for internships, I hope that students are a little bit more open-minded because they're test runs. They're really just, let's see how this goes. You're there for a good time, not not a long long time. time. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And well, the more the merrier. And then jobs, a little bit more. Yeah. A little Um, bit more in-depth thought behind that. More of a long-term relationship. Yes. Maybe not a marriage. Right. But a long-term commitment because it looks good on your resume. It does. You want to get a good recommendation and you want to gain some experience. Right. Definitely. 
overall, you're trying to find the best fit. So it's okay if you go through the interview process and you're offered a job and after thinking about it and kind of evaluating it, if you don't feel like it's the right fit, always trust your gut. Absolutely. And it's okay to say no. It is. Professionally and kindly. Yeah. And I, and I, I want students to know they can have those conversations with us because sometimes it's more about, okay, I have this opportunity, but I'm, I'm not sure. And I think being able to actually run through what the pros and cons are with someone else. I mean, you could certainly do that with your support systems, but we're sort of an unbiased party. <laughs> you know, we're going to listen to what you are thinking about and sort of fears and there's no pressure on, you know, for, for us to be able to provide you with um, at least a sounding board to talk through those things. Because I also wouldn't want someone saying no to a great opportunity because of, again, fear or, um, you know, not knowing or having enough information. Absolutely. Sometimes you have to just take a leap of faith and maybe they're a really nice person. (laughs) (laughs) To bring it full circle. Exactly. I think that wraps up today's podcast. Um, We definitely encourage you to schedule an appointment with us to talk about these and any other career-related things. Handshake is where you will find us. Yep. Thanks so much. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook and connect with us on LinkedIn. We definitely want to hear from you, especially ideas for future topics, questions, feedback. Email us at ccap at sjf.edu. Thank you for listening, everybody. We are the Career Coaches of Fisher here for your career.